Hello and welcome back to nothing but a Bob thing. Wow, that is the most animated you have been for the intro of this show ever. I think it's the ranch water. I, I assumed it was overcompensation. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Nathan. And we're here to talk about tonight, season five, episode seven, Bubbling Brook. But, Bubbling Brook. Um, before we get into that, yeah, boy, a lot's been happening in the oh, Bob world. Boy. Oh, boy. Um, I don't, man, I don't know how much we want to get into. De- I mean, there's not really any details to get into since the last episode. No, I mean, the documentary. Yeah. Um, um, which, if you haven't listened to our last episode, go back and listen to that so that this conversation makes sense to you. It's very good. Yeah. Also, watch the documentary. It's also very good. Well, it's good. The revelations yeah. are very good. Yeah, it was, I mean... As a documentary, it's decent. Yeah. It's it's a Netflix documentary. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, but, man... The uh, whew, backlash. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little surprised it's been as long as as it has been. People have short attention spans. Oh, you mean the backlash has continued? Yeah, because the documentary dropped when August twenty. We haven't recorded a Bob show in a minute because yeah. I I went. We had life on a trip and life happened and yeah, but um. August 25th or something? Well, their official statement. Let yeah. Me, when did it come out? Uh, August 20th was when they were 20th, okay. hyping up uh, Nick Hankins, which yeah. in retrospect was just their way of going, hey, don't pay attention to that thing that happens five days from now. <laughs> uh, August 25th was when the documentary okay. came out. Okay, okay. And I think our episode followed um, swiftly thereafter. So, uh, going to their Twitter account now. Yes, the, they're posting with about the same frequency. And you're talking. This is Bob Ross Inc. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bob Ross official. Uh, right. Which is managed by Bob Ross. Inc. Yeah. yeah. No blue check mark, by the way, which I find not verified. Strange. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway. Okay. Um, but they uh, they're posting with about the same infrequent frequency that they. Typically do. Before. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, this is, I'll, I'll just give you an example here. Uh, this is from about a week ago. Okay. Uh, the, the quote from Bob Ross that they posted is, you have to make a, determinate, a ter- determination <laughs> at this point. Ugh. Ranch water. Where your light's coming from, right side, left side, straight on, above, wh- wherever. Yes. I'm right-handed, so I normally have the light coming from the right side. Sure. First off, bad quote. It's not a good quote. That's not an interesting quote. Uh, I would never pull that for the show. No. Um, They're running low. The following are the first three comments (laughs) to this post from a week ago, which is, need I remind you, almost exactly a month after the documentary came out. Right. Yes. Um, We're recording this September 30th. Yes. Uh, and this is this is older. Yes. This is September twenty third. Okay. So All right. yeah. Almost exactly. Uh first first comment. Please support Steve Ross and not Bob Ross Inc. Ooh. Please watch the video of Steve painting. Let Netflix know we want a series. 
Ooh, a series. All right. The second two comments are just um, a meme that says, fuck the Kowalskis. (laughs) With a Bob Ross background? Yeah. I haven't seen that. That's fantastic. So that's that's everything they post now. Um, Wow. There's no more, wow, Bob Ross makes me happy. It's always, hey, so when are you going to pay Steve? Which, yeah. um, I'm no business expert. I don't have an, an MBA. I, I didn't go to business school. However, I would think that marketing-wise, yeah. not ideal. <laughs> PR, <laughs> the PR department is on fire. And the PR department, I think, is just that one lady that was yeah. in that documentary. And she seemed nice. Yeah, so, so she's just sitting there going, I know. hey, quit. Bless, I don't like my job. I, I, I've been thinking about her a lot. Mm. I, 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 she's not a Kowalski. She's not a Kowalski. I forget her name. She seems to take real joy in her job mm-hmm. from the uh, New York Times piece yeah. that we all watched. Um, and I just, I hope whatever's going on, I hope she's okay. Yeah. It, yeah. I do. So on some of this stuff, I always get slightly concerned that there's going to be some crazies. Yeah. Not that it's anyone who's going to go murder anyone or anything. Right. But. Right. Just people making people's lives miserable. Sure. And aiming at the wrong people. Yeah, right. Like, if you're mad at the Kowalskis, random employees of Bob Ross Inc. didn't do that. Yeah, don't take that out on them. (laughs) That that sounds like a nice job you might want to have. Right. Right? Or anyone might want to have. Right. Don't go after the nice PR lady who didn't do anything to you or bob exactly she was probably five when bob ross died she's got to be like (laughs) our age so she yeah yeah, so like we're in the same boat here Mm. you know i mean there aren't a lot of jobs in that area right so you know she's got like one of the cooler jobs around Mm -hmm. or so she thought or so she thought and then netflix went and blew up her whole spot (laughs) and now walked into a shit store who financed the documentary again was it like um melissa mccarthy uh was one of the financiers her and her husband husband? producers yeah producers okay all right yeah Um, I, i remember there were some big names behind it yeah so yeah, the internet is coming hard for the Kowalskis, and I mean, you can't blame the internet. It's um, it's all right there in the documentary, folks. Yeah. Well, and then I had then I had this whole thing today thinking about recording. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, well, if we watch the show, are we inadvertently <sighs> giving money? Oh. Are we supporting yeah. Bob Ross Inc.? Yeah. How do I feel about that? Okay. Yeah. If I'm trashing them, does it count right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, well, so the, the show, though they are now the sort of arbiters of the show. Yeah. It wasn't always that way. Well, and I, so I actually looked today. Okay. And I still don't think they have the rights to, to the, the show. show. Like PBS still owns it? I think it's still owned by PBS. That would make sense since it was done. I mean, it was created for PBS. Right. So you would I, think. I would assume that they work with Bob Ross Inc. Yeah. Because And Bob Ross Inc. is more than willing to work with them. Right. Yes. It helps get that money. That green coming yeah. in. Yeah. So, well, so no. And also, I mean, what we're doing is, I hope, 
is we're sort of commenting on the whole thing, yeah. right? So, I mean, we, we, we're beholden to no one. No. I, I am an impartial third party with yeah. an opinion. <laughs> I'm um, an impartial fourth party that cares enough, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think I care enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I am going to start yelling at random employees, <laughs> but mostly that's just for me. I mean, what else would you be doing anyway? No, I don't. You could be calling the Swiss colony. <laughs> Uh, I think what I'm going to do is go into modern <laughs> art. Segway! Oh! All right. Is it, so in lieu of uh, Bob News, this is what you had tonight, right? Uh, yeah. So, okay. So we talked about a while back. Yeah. That Banksy painting that shredded itself. Oh, right? yeah. The shredded one. Yeah. Which I thought was brilliant. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Brilliant. I want to know whether you think this is a better... Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Better ploy or not. I'm strapping in. Uh, a Danish artist... Uh, had in 2010, yes, early 2010, somewhere around there, created two pieces of art. Okay, called an average Dan- Danish annual income and an average Austrian annual income. Oh, okay. that involved putting money onto a canvas. Okay, all right. That equals the annual income, like gluing it or something. I assume. Okay, I don't. Yeah. So, this museum. In Denmark, yes, uh, was doing like a a retrospective of that era. Okay, and they wanted him to recreate this. Oh, okay. So they gave him eighty four thousand dollars U.S. Okay, to get the two annual incomes for his painting. <laughs> okay, all right. In addition to the amount they're paying for this art. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so actual dollars. Y- okay. Yeah. Well, okay. so it, he needed. Uh, three hundred and twenty-eight thousand kroner, which is oh, about yeah. thirty-seven thousand okay. eight hundred dollars. All right. Okay. And twenty-five thousand pounds. Okay. All right. Um, so they they had a contract signed with them saying that the eighty-four thousand dollar U.S. would be displayed in the work. Okay. Uh, January twenty twenty-two. Okay. Er, yeah. So um. So he contacted, he emailed the museum director while the museum director was out of town Mm -hmm. and said, hey, instead of those two pieces, I sent over a new piece for you guys. Okay. And the guy was very excited. All right. So this new piece of art is called Take the Money and Run. (laughs) Steve Miller, everybody. Uh, It is two blank canvases. (laughs) And he just took the the uh, eighty four thousand bucks. Wait for real? Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's saying this is the piece. Uh huh. As- oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. So. <laughs> oh man, that's not good. It. I mean, if you're the curator, it's not good. If you're me, it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Um. <laughs> Whoa. So. Uh. According to a press release for Take the Money and Run, the <laughs> oh boy, he put out a press release for two blank canvases. Wow. That's what it is. It's wow. two blank it's canvases. It's two blank canvases. And theft. Yeah. 
<laughs> which is the concept portion of the piece. All right. Right. The idea behind was to show how salaries can be used to measure the value of work and to show national differences oh, uh-huh, within sure. the European yeah. Union right. by changing the title of the work to take the money and run. Uh, Hanning, the artist, questions artists' rights and their working conditions in order to establish more equitable norms within the art industry. Wow. That is the most pretentious way to say, I stole your money (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) That is the most bullshit I've heard in a minute. Okay, so which which is more more admirable? Uh Uh, Banksy, I mean, I guess not admirable, but... Uh, which is more fun banksy okay. create a piece of art yeah. that essentially made a person waste what was it it was like 50 oh, million bucks right it was a lot of money yeah. because it's immediately gone right right or this guy who did something i can do i can ship two blank canvases to a museum <laughs> <laughs> and uh then just took their money um, there's, I feel like there's more to chew on in the Banksy piece. Yeah, but I, I there was a nice, pretentious, nonsensical yeah. yes. press release. Yeah. <laughs> to go with the Banksy piece. Oh, no, no, no. To go with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was very, yeah, yeah. It's all about artist rights. No, see, that's, that gets into the thing. And I worry about this sometimes because I like, Listen, I like modern art. I like whatever we're in now, postmodern art. I don't know. Um, I like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the um, Marcel Duchamp, you know, the urinal that mm-hmm. he signed. I think that's hilarious. I think it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Mm, excuse me. I love that kind of stuff. However, this one... I mean, that's a stretch, man. Oh, man. Like, that's bullshit. So, the curator, (laughs) um, I like the curator who's trying to play it cool Yeah, Uh with this. So, this is his his whole take on it. Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, While it wasn't what they had agreed on in the contract, the museum got (laughs) new and interesting art. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, when it comes to the amount of $84,000, he hasn't broke any contract yet. As the initial contract says, we will have the money back on January 16th. Oh. So, he hasn't broken the contract, and they have interesting art now. However. <laughs> if he doesn't. Uh, but if the money is not returned by January 16th, <laughs> they will, of course, take the necessary steps to ensure that he complies with the contract. <laughs> Well, this sounds like the story we have to follow. I, I mean, I, I do want to know if the money gets back. Yeah. Think about, I mean, if he if he wants to go, like, maybe he has a good gambling tip. He's got a lot of time before January he 16th. He does. He could double it. He could play Kino, like, at the end of Vegas Vacation. <laughs> win it all back from a dying old Sid Caesar. Oh, man. I mean, there's... So many possibilities. So Think many of all the blank canvases that he could buy and then ship to other museums. Now, see, that's an idea. Yeah. You could just keep going with uh-huh. this. Yeah. Just, yeah. just keep doubling down. Yeah, no, right. this time I'm really going to use the $84,000. <laughs> no, I wasn't. See, I, I got gotcha. you. I want to know what happens to artists and art, art in general. I want to know what happens when it's well-funded, because it's not mm-hmm. generally, right? Right. And our friend uh, JJ we talked to, if he makes a zillion dollars on this NFT thing, yeah, 
I want to okay, okay. So I checked out his website. His art is pretty amazing. Yeah, um, it's really great, and I learned some things from looking at it. So I highly encourage everyone to check that out. First of all, I didn't know that Coco Chanel was kind of a homophobe. Anyway, um, I learned that from his art. Hmm. So, not even kind of, she was. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I would like to see what happens when art is, is, you know, I mean, I guess you could look at someone like, who had a lot of money when they were still making art? Did see? I don't even know. Did Warhol have a lot of money? Warhol had a decent. So he made a bunch of weird moves. I guess. I guess what you get is like unmitigated. Yeah. Like craziness, more or less, right? I mean, Warhol. (laughs) I feel like Warhol was almost to the same level of messing with people as this guy. Mm -hmm. Like he was still creating things. Yeah, definitely. But it was. Oh, you like soup cans? What about this one? And it's just another (laughs) type of nonsense that no one... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. like It's the exact same art idea, just with a different product. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now give me me money. Yeah, Yeah. give me the money. Give me the money. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, um... That's funny, though, but this this stretches it. I mean, that's... (laughs) That's either the most clever thing anyone's ever thought. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Yeah. But also, like, it took some cojones mm-hmm. to do it, right? I, I do wish that we had on video the reaction of the museum employee yeah. opening up the crate. Right. I just seeing the, the look on their face <laughs> when they pull out this. I'm because it doesn't say how much they paid in addition to the A4000. Right. They're, the A4000 was specifically for the painting. Right. Right. Or the art or whatever it is. Yes. And he also received a sum of money as payment for creating it. For creating it. it. Right. So. So he wrote a paragraph. Right. (laughs) He he wrote a paragraph. (laughs) I think it even said in the article that they sent him the canvases. Oh, my God. So he just sent them back. He just flipped them right (laughs) back around, wrote a press release. Right. So an afternoon on Microsoft Word and a trip to the UPS store, mm-hmm. and he was done. <laughs> yeah, and now now wow. he's swimming in a little baby pool of full money. of of Kroner. Yeah, I assume it's all in Kroner because it sounds like that would be a lot. Can more. can you spend Kroner? I guess is a good question. I don't know. I'm sure it converts somehow or another. That would be that should be another thing he does. Yeah, is he converts all eighty four thousand oh, to a yeah. dead currency? That's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. Converts it to like what's well, not a thing anymore, like uh, Deutschmarks, mm-hmm. De- euros, right? So there's no Deutschmarks, right? Yeah, Just, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> I'll hand it back to you in a different form. <laughs> he he invests it all in Bitcoin or like one of the other eighty four thousand fucking like. Oh, this is my new art installment. It shows the equitable <laughs> relationship between countries and their finances. <laughs> There's a little note inside. P.S. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> wow. Oh, that, that is, man, that's quite a tale from the art world. Oh, man. What do you have on offer for us tonight, Mr. Bob? I'm dead. I can't. Why? Well, I shouldn't do that. That's a bad idea. What? Is that? Is it Bob, karma? Bob from the grave. Is that a karma situation? Yeah, well, and it's just not the right time. Maybe in a different time. Yeah. How 
like how much time has to pass before you can more do a, a ghost bob i don't know I also don't have a good Bob impression, so I'd have to work on that. No, that was a very... I mean, it was like a Mr. Hanky Bob. <laughs> that kind of makes sense, <laughs> given 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 my brain. Um, all right, everybody. Season 5, Episode 7. Yeah. Bubbling, not babbling. Bubbling. Bubbling Brook. Original air date, February 13th, 1985. Mr. Ross, please give us the introduction. <laughs> Hi, glad you could join me today. And today I thought we'd do a black canvas, and I've already taken and covered the entire canvas with a layer of sap green and phthalo blue, and just sort of mixed them together on the brush. Now I'll have them run all the colors that we're going to use today across your screen, and they'll come across the screen in the same order that I have them on my palette, starting with the white and going around. And while they're doing that, let's go up here and do a fantastic painting together. All right. So, important to note, this is a black canvas tonight, and I believe it's coated with some green and some blue, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Just just as a start, we're just laying a foundation. You know what? I've decided this. Yeah. I decided this watching this one tonight. All right. These canvases are interesting mm-hmm. when it's black and then he coats it in another color. Yeah. And, uh, like, if you've watched the episode, or if you're going to watch the episode, uh, takes his white yes. and makes it all the color come out, right? That's right, yeah. Um, it's a little gimmicky. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's gimmicky. Yeah. Is it stunt painting? Yeah, I feel it like... Might be. I feel like it's the equivalent of, like, when you have those those coffee mugs that when you put the coffee in, the picture on the outside changes. Oh, I had one of those. Yeah, it's like the, the painting equivalent of that. Yeah, mine was dinosaurs. Yeah. It got ruined because my coworkers washed it in the That's dishwasher. That's what happens. Don't right? ever wash them in a dishwasher. Read the bottom of the mugs, people. It's They're very clear on the direction. Very clear. Don't wash Bob Ross's paint no. in the dishwasher either. That's correct. Not a good idea. So... <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And I wonder, I'm wondering now, if a painting like this Mm -hmm. has the benefit of being shot in 1985. Because I wonder now if we would see... Ooh, that is a good question. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was in HD, would we be like, wow, the colors really popped? Or would we just go, yeah, no, we saw that happening. Right, like, because when we watch it on YouTube... Mm-hmm. It's still from 1985. Mm-hmm. It's shot on, you know, 1985 cameras, right? That's an interesting question. Thank you. On a PBS budget, no less. And so the the resolution is not amazing, right? So you when you look at it in the episode, it looks just like a black canvas. And you can't see those other colors until he adds the white. But I'm wondering, in an HD world, mm-hmm. much less a 4K world yeah. that I don't live in yet, but apparently some people do. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I've heard of this legendary yeah, 4K. What is this 4K? That uh, that you can maybe see those layers. We need Steve to not recreate these exact paintings because I don't no. want him to get sued. Sure. But recreate the idea and general spirit of these paintings. No, I think that's a good idea. In HD. Oh, yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. And for added uh 
emphasis on things. Right. If they could also have a camera like they used on those Planet Earth documentaries. Oh, like the big camera? The ultra... The IMAX camera? Well, the ultra like high speed. So we can have a really slow motion of what he's doing with the brush. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, that would be great. Okay, so you can see it like... So like there's a lot of frames. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like 120 frames per second or something. Damn. I want Holy that. shit. I want that. Wow. Um, Someone get in touch with Steve. I've got production <laughs> ideas. I think he's probably busier than he has been right now, smoking his, his magic yeah, I wizard do, pipe. Do you think he uh, kind of regrets being in the documentary? No. No. I think, uh, I don't know. It's it, it. You learn from the documentary, and you learn just by watching him on these shows, that Steve wasn't so thrilled to be on camera yeah but i think at this point maybe he's ready for a bit of the limelight i just feel like we've gotten way off subject from this painting but i'm okay with it it's fine um i feel like if i were him Mm -hmm. it would be like wow i'm glad i did that and then everyone would be all up in your business yeah right like i hate that i did that yeah <laughs> right well maybe maybe he doesn't want to be bothered you know? I, like my business is going a lot better than it right. was which is nice but man i really don't want anyone to try to interview me anymore yeah also if you're steve ross and you're listening to this we'd love to interview we you. would love to interview <laughs> uh it's kind of like more money more problems now yeah. that he got a lot of money he he needs to get a yeah. Lot he of just money. has the mo problems. Yeah, he just got mo problems. That's yeah. not fair. You have to have the mo money if you get the yeah, mo problems. That's how the world works, as I understand it. So, never, never, never do I use turpentine. Turpentine smells bad. Number one, it leaves a residue in your brushes that you need to get out with soap and water. And I don't recommend you wash these natural bristle brushes <laughs> with soap and water. Okay. Uh, turpentine smells bad. Yeah. Brilliant. And don't Brilliant use insight. it. Um, mm. to be honest, odorless paint thinner smells pretty fucking bad too. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. All of it smells kind of bad. It smell, the paint even. Even, yeah, the oil paint. Yeah, it doesn't smell good. I'm sure you get used to it. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you kill off the part of your brain that, that smells. can tell it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, so my dad was a plumber. Uh-huh. And so we he glued a lot of PVC pipe together, yeah. right? Like the drains in your house. And he said he could smell the glue for the first few years. Yeah. And then he couldn't smell it anymore. That sounds right. Yeah. And I think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So PVC glue... If you've ever opened a can, you'll smell it. Oh, it's pungent. It's very pungent. So for that to go away, yeah. he worked with a lot of PVC glue. Bob worked with a lot of no. <laughs> odorless, quote-unquote, paint thinner. Yeah. Yeah. And whoever, I don't remember who it was in the documentary, but they have implied that it's because he that's how he oh, got cancer. Right. That so. was uh, his one of his teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name, but we liked him a lot. Yeah, but he's also yeah. not a scientist, so let's no, not. That's not. Yeah, let's not go with that yeah. theory officially. Undefinitive. Yeah. Um, I I quite like this painting in a lot of ways. I I go back and forth. So the green kind of sky thing, I really dig the mm-hmm. the tree situation. Uh, wasn't crazy about it when it was just foliage, but once the trunks went in, pretty 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 yeah. pretty cool. I um. Pretty cool. <laughs> I, the trees and the sky, I really like. Yeah. 
I think the brook is bubbling too much for me. Yeah, I, I knew we would get here. It's an overabundance of... It, it's bubbling an yeah. awful lot. And you wanted to talk about, is it a stream? Well, is it a brook? I what's don't know. The Devin, what's okay, so the, he said it was a stream in the episode. In the episode. He called it a stream many but, times. But it's titled bub, Bubbling Brook. Bubbling Brook, yeah. But also brooks are supposed to babble. Correct. Which doesn't, I don't know that that means they would necessarily bubble. Do you bubble and babble? Can you babble and bubble at the same time? I don't think so. Are bubbling and babbling completely separate actions if you're a brook? We need a physicist. Can a stream bubble or babble? I don't know. See, I feel like a stream is closer to a trickle. <laughs> okay. A stream is a trickle. No, a stream. All right, this is my impression. I'm not going to say this is right. But my impression is a stream. Mm-hmm. Is narrower than a brook. Then okay, so a stream's smaller, smaller in your mind than a brook. Yes, yes. And a river is is large. Well, yes. Okay. We where's all a, know the difference between a lake and a river. A lake doesn't go anywhere. Right. A river moves. Now where's a where's a creek? Now a, okay, okay. Now what, look, hang on. Uh, okay, hang on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I got ahead of you. We'll, Break we'll, down your bodies of water, please. Well, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> so an ocean is the biggest. We'll start there. Yeah, ocean. Yeah, thank you. Oceans are the largest. <laughs> then there's like seas. Which are just lame subdivided oceans. Yeah, I think so. And then and then when you then there's lakes that don't move. Right. And then there's rivers that do move. Mm-hmm. And rivers can be very large. Right. Mississippi at all. <laughs> I, I've heard uh, of this, right. yes. So a, a brook. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my impression, okay? This is not science. Do do an impression of a brook, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. all right. So I think, a cr- okay, a creek. You asked about creeks. Yeah. I think it goes river, then creek. Yeah. A creek is, is fairly large. Mm-hmm. Then a brook. Okay, next, div- next level down. Okay. Uh, then a stream. Okay. And then n- nothing. <laughs> Okay. Then it's, I mean, then there's just nothing. That's that's my impression. So, okay? so if Bob says this is a stream, but we titled it a brook, yeah. does that mean that it's a large stream or a small brook, depending on how you work, how you look at things? Uh, well, is it like a glass half full situation? No, I, I want to go back to what I said. I want to say that a, the, 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 I think a brook is wider than a stream. I think right. a stream is very narrow. Okay. This, is, this is just my impression. So I do think this is a brook. Um, I had a big crush on a girl named Brooke. Was in, she wider? In middle school. <laughs> I mean, she had hips. It was good. It was a good hip situation. I'm not going to uh, lie. Uh, she, she was wider than the girl named Stream in your class? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, Stream was like a beanpole. <laughs> Brooke had curves like a, like a lady, you know? Weird elementary school. Yeah. Middle school, thank you. Oh, middle school. Okay. <laughs> yeah. had, a, had a real big crush. <laughs> she was cute. What can I say? Now, unrequited. I was nerdy. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to Brooke. Had what happened to the stream? <laughs> well, she didn't make it. <laughs> Too skinny. Uh, diabetes. <laughs> Type 1. Oh, man. Anyway. That's what's so fantastic about, about painting like this. You don't, you don't have any preset notions of what you're going to do or tracings that you have to follow. You have freedom here. Freedom. Maybe that's what attracted me so much to this technique, was the freedom. There's no restraints. Only guide is your heart. 
You let it take you wherever you want to go. So this is a... I think this is a brook. Okay. Unless we can find some science to, to I mean, otherwise. I don't know. I don't know better. I yeah. just feel like... Um, like when I'm... Okay, so I made a, a birthday cake for my wife last week. Okay. The recipe yeah. is very clear on a tablespoon is a tablespoon. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> like right. everything is labeled and you know what it means. Yeah. The, the governing bodies in charge of water. <laughs> right. <laughs> need to get together and and just and clarify the situation. This junk out. No, I agree with you. I don't I don't want to have to think when Bob tells me he's painting something, is it a brook? Is it a stream? <laughs> could, could you find anything? I mean, did you I look? didn't look. Okay, I, I'm going to look. I just I'm curious now. The the International um, Moving Water Commission <laughs> needs to, you know, yeah. call an emergency meeting. Okay, so th- this is apparently a, a pretty hot Google search. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. I didn't know we were oh, yeah. getting controversial here. Well, wow. yeah. So according to English.stackexchange.com. Well, that sounds reputable. Right. Um, <laughs> Brook and Creek. Uh-huh mean just about the same thing. Okay. A small stream. Creek is cheap. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Brook and creek mean small stream? Oh, wow. It's like an inception situation here. Okay. Creek is chiefly used in American English and Australia. Brook is more of British English. Okay. Okay. And then Southern American, it's a crick. Yeah, that's just a mispronunciation of creek. Yeah, because we used to say crick, but that's just... Go down to the creek. Creek. It's just a wrong way of saying creek. Yep. Yeah. Um, River refers to a stream that is fairly large in size. The confusion comes in stream. So I think... I think a stream, then, I'm wrong. Is a stream a general? I think a stream is larger than a brook slash creek. Okay. Um, And a river is a large stream. Correct. So river, stream, stream, brook, creek. Brook or creek, yeah. Puddle. Correct, yeah. Puddles that, at the bottom. Puddles at the bottom, yeah. Okay. I, I can accept that. I think we got it straightened out now. There we it go. Make, the brook slash creek thing makes sense when you take in the America versus right. England thing. Yeah. Brook, creek, crick. Yeah, crick is, you know. But you got to put crick in there. Yeah. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. That's a river. Yeah. That the Chattahoochee is a river. Not a huge river, but it's a river. Yeah, a very weirdly named river. Better never knew how much that muddy water meant to me. Anyway, so the... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, it bubbles. It's a, it's <laughs> All too, of this. Yeah, yeah, it's too much bubbling. Too many, too many little waterfalls. Yeah, it's... I was telling you this while we were watching it. Yeah. When they did the close-ups, right, right, I right. was seeing it going, wow, that looks really good. <laughs> and then they zoom out, and it looks like it's trying to escape a little bit yes. from its banks, Yes, which is alarming. I wonder if that's because the banks came later. <laughs> that it, could be. You know, <laughs> that was, as is typical with Bob, yeah. a five minutes are left in the episode. Right. Let's put <laughs> some banks in, and now a tree. Boom. Yeah, I mean, he did do the big tree thing, but I feel like he did restrain himself a little bit in mm. this one. Um, <sighs> the I tree had a, looks good. It looks real good. I had a question. Yeah. When he was mixing black and brown together, I think, to, to paint the tree trunk, the large tree trunk, 
I had a, a quick thought about like, are you ever tempted to lick the paint? Because like brown and black together, it kind of looked like like pudding to me. I I think you'd only make that mistake once. One time, right? One time. If you make it twice, you're not cut out <laughs> for painting or really any activity. Okay. I don't think. All right. I just wanted to bring that up. I mean, and then you gotta like. Well, you. I mean, you've had oil paints in your house. How many times have you tasted them? Zero. Justin. One. <laughs> um, but according to where you live, stones are all different colors. They, some places they're absolutely just red, especially if there's a lot of iron ore in the in the rocks. They rust. In Alaska, where I live, you have a lot of rust on the mountains. As crazy as that sounds, you have mountains that look red. Sometimes in the summer, the fireweed, fireweed is the Alaska state flower. The fireweed will go up the side of a mountain and make, make the whole mountain look red. It's beautiful. Beautiful. And I was like everybody else in Alaska. I went and got some fireweed and planted it in my yard and sat around and watched it die. It will not grow where you want it to. It only grows where it wants to. It's the most independent plant I've ever seen. There we go. Little little highlight right up there. So, can we talk about fireweed mm-hmm. for a second? Yeah, we've... I'd love to talk about fireweed. We talked about fireweed. Um, what, I don't remember. Was it this season when he painted? No, it wasn't this was season. Was it last season? I don't know. It was like, maybe even season... What are we Sometime on? in the last 40,000 episodes <laughs> I feel podcast, like it was season three. <laughs> uh, Bob painted fireweed. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, wow, that's pretty. It and was then really I looked pretty. it up. Yeah. And I was like, wow, it's also pretty on pictures on Google. So yeah. it must be a pretty thing. So I guess in Alaska and other places, mm-hmm. the fireweed groweth. Yeah. And this is specifically red fireweed. Yes. Because the, the general fireweed is purple. Yeah, so in this episode, Bob is talking about how in Alaska you'll have red red mountains because of the fireweed. Yeah, right. Growing up them, uh, which sounds great. It, yeah, it does sound really beautiful. Um, and so I don't, but he doesn't paint any in this. And so it was just sort of a fascinating aside more yeah. than anything. It well, yeah, it's one of those. Well, back home in Alaska. Anyway, so this stream is a, a creek and it's going to babble. <laughs> right. Bubble, not yeah, babble. Yeah, here we go. Nothing babbles in this painting, <laughs> just bubbles. No. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that. The the main thing I uh, took away from this. <laughs> yeah. From- uh, not, it's not a good takeaway. Okay. But um, he, you know, he, Bob talks a lot about how you get to control your trees. Yeah. And this one talked more in detail, I felt like, than he typically does, talking about how you can decide whether that year was, you know, a dry year or whether they had enough water or anything. Um, And specifically says, that's your decision. Yes. That sounds like a lot of pressure. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. I want someone to tell me what kind of tree I'm painting. Is it a sad, I'm dying tree? Yeah. Okay, now that you've told me that, I can paint that. I don't want to decide. Yeah. I I can't decide on a fictional tree's death. No. That's, that's rude. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it is I'm rude. I'm not fictional tree god here. 
So, I almost forgot to bring this up. At one point, he's talking about, you know, the power he has in his paintings. Yeah, right? that that's around the same time he's telling me to play God with these trees that don't really exist. Exactly. And, and maybe one reason he loves this style of painting so much is... The freedom he has. Well, I mean, this is pretty, this is season five. This is still pretty early. Uh In the documentary, they made a big deal. (laughs) Uh, They used a lot of clever pull quotes Uh of Uh Bob complaining about not having freedom. Yeah. um, To imply how he felt about the situation with the Kowalskis. Right? Okay, fine. But also, apparently, (laughs) he likes to Uh have this freedom in his paintings because he doesn't really get it at home. Yeah. With Jane. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then he told some real 1970s stand-up club wife yeah. jokes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's going to kill me when she hears this. <laughs> oh, oh boy. boy. Yeah. Oh, hot under the collar. <laughs> so I just wanted to point that out, yeah. you know. And and maybe in the light of the documentary, maybe Jane was pissed because yeah, it's uh, it's possible. the time does kind of uh, line up, right? Yeah, I was thinking yeah. that like the timing does not no yeah. seem that far off. No, I think this is about right. Allegedly, allegedly, we don't know that it happened. Allegedly, uh, the Bob Ross <laughs> Inc. says that nothing untoward, no genitals were touched. <laughs> Yeah. They're exact yeah. words, not mine. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that poor PR lady. Now, I know. Now you... people are going to be listening to this thinking she crafted a statement about their genitals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just made her life a oh, lot worse. Man, that is not what she said at all. If we learned anything from the documentary, for sure, mm-hmm. it's that definitely the male counterpart of the Jenkins couple boned everyone he possibly could absolutely he did uh, i mean to the point he lost track of decades yeah, he, right. oh man he thought he was in the 70s i when we finish this season that's the first thing i want to do is a do special a yeah where we get to i think we have to oh boy yeah I mean, if that guy's half the character on that show that <laughs> he seemed to be in that documentary. Yeah. I got to feel like their show is a lot like looking at Georgia O'Keeffe paintings where you're like, that's a vagina. That's a vagina. Well, why do you think he was always ready to go? <laughs> he's just, he's spending all day creating flower porn with his wife. <laughs> it's a good life. <laughs> you have absolutely unlimited power on this canvas. Maybe that's one reason that painting appeals to me so much. It's the only place I got any power. I go home, boy, my wife doesn't give me any power. And she sees it, she's going to kill me, too, huh? Uh, let's rate this painting. All right. I feel like we have to. Yeah. Because well, we, we... Well, I mean, we, that's what we do. That's what we do. It's actually kind of our meaning in life. We can't stop. The meaning of life is rating <laughs> Bob Ross paintings. For better or worse. For those who are new... Uh, we rate every Bob Ross painting in five categories, four points in each category, bonus points awarded as we see fit. No bonus points are awarded tonight as Bob did nothing out of the ordinary. Correct. Aside from make that stream bubble a little bit more than 
was necessary. It was bubblier than we would like. It was boiling. It was a boiling <laughs> stream. It was a hot spring. <laughs> Damn near. Uh, first category, visual impact. Yes. A4 is it has the power to wow you. Mm. A3 is it has lasting impact on you. Mm. A2 is it holds your attention. Okay. A1 is little or no impact. I want to say I like this painting, but it's a two. Yeah, it's definitely a two. All right. Well, look at that. That was fast. It's, and I feel like when I say that, it sounds like I'm saying it's not good. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the quality of the painting. No. It has to do with the fact that I read those categories to you, then had to go back to look at the painting <laughs> to remember what the painting actually looked like. Right. No. Yeah. And and look, like it's got a lot of things you and I typically like. Not a mm -hmm. lot of, not too many colors. Yeah. Not an obscene amount of trees. No, it actually checks all the boxes. It does. Yeah. It just doesn't have that thing. It doesn't have the pizzazz. It it needs. I well, I mentioned this while we were. And we can get more into this when we get further sure. down into the sure. design category. Yeah. But while we were watching, uh, some red. Yeah, it needs a little something. Yeah, I agree. A bold color in the middle of this would have definitely helped out. A little man on a canoe. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, can you imagine? And bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> a little man in a canoe being attacked by a bear. <laughs> Interpretation and creativity. All right. A four is it shows unique and creative interpretation and the effort was far beyond that required with great attention to detail eh. a3 is with more effort it might have been outstanding a2 is the work appears unfinished and a1 is it's incomplete or lacks attention to detail <coughs> it's definitely not a four no um because uh the um creative interpretation mm -hmm. that stream i don't know if you caught this mm. is dangerously close to walk in the woods territory oh you're right the curve oh it's so oh, close God, you're right it's so close to season one no i didn't catch it but you're so right oh man wow um, wow so definitely not four for me damn okay i mean i was gonna i was gonna say three yeah a three seems fair seems it's fair it definitely does not look unfinished <clears throat> no However, if he had, you know, if he had more than 26 minutes, I'm yeah. sure he could have punched it up a little. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is actually one of the ones, and this doesn't happen that often with him, mm. where the time limit didn't work in his favor. Yeah, because it, it, it could use a little more. That's true. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, composition and design. Mm -hmm. A4 is it shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles of design combining three or more elements and principles uh, and it's effectively filling the entire space yes a3 is it mostly fills the entire space a2 is it partly fills the entire space and a1 is the space is somewhat used <laughs> <laughs> wait what's four again in this one uh it effectively fills the entire space yeah it utilizes knowledge and principles of design i mean there's not much i can argue with there no i'm fine with it's a four it's fine that. yeah it's it meets the those are almost pretty basic criteria when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. The the design is it's pretty spot on. It's yeah. yeah. Craftsmanship. That one. A4 is it demonstrates a mastery of skill and it's beautiful and complete. A3 mm. is it has some understanding and it's pleasing and partially complete. 
Okay. A2 is the design is fairly neat. Mm. And A1 is it's careless in creation. Feels like a three to me. Partially complete. I mean, it's complete, mm. however. It doesn't... Mm. Well. It, it, no, I think a three is right. Okay. It, it's, it just is lacking that punch. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I want punch to the balls in this painting, and there's not one. <laughs> Unlike that orchid painting. Yeah. Well, right. Oh, man, so many oh, in boy, that. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, and finally. <laughs> Criteria. Criteria. What were we promised in this painting? Uh, really nothing more than about bubbling. I, I want to say babbling. Yeah. Bubbling brook. Well, you want to say babbling because that's what humans say. That's the phrase. Babbling brook. Yeah. Bubbling brook is not a thing. It's no not, one has ever said that. Right. No. So bubbling brook. Yeah. Um. It bubbles. It's a brook. It bubbles. It's a brook. That's pretty much it. That's it. That's a four. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing you can really argue with. There. That's that's actually the key to getting a four in that category. It is. Is don't tell me anything about yeah. the painting. It's it's totally dependent on what he says. Yeah. Yeah. If you just say, I'm making a painting. Yeah. And then we get to that section. I'm going to be like, well, he said he was going to make a painting and he did that. <laughs> Four. Uh, I believe that brings us to 16 out of 20. 16 out of 20 and 80. That's okay. not bad. Yeah, that's fine. That seems. that's That'll work. That'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Because 5, 7, 12. And Justin's muttering the, numbers to himself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I thought you started doing taxes or something. No, 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 just basic math. <laughs> you would not want me to do your taxes. Trust well, me. Well, that's that's why they invented computers. So that's you don't have to do anything. Correct. Um, when you're bending this fan brush, try both sides of it. You'll find that it bends better on one side than it does the other. One side will. A lot of times, it just gives you smiley faces. Or smiley frowns, whatever. If that happens, turn your brush over and use the other side. Check it and see if it does not work better. Usually, usually, on most brushes, you'll find that one side always seems to work better than the other. All right, everybody, we're uh, we're we're midwayish through season five. We will continue to be midwayish for a bit, and then it'll be over. <laughs> That is usually yeah, how this works. Actually, we're past so, midway. Uh, okay, technically, because there's thirteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. This you're right. was the midway. This was midway. Um, hoping everybody's doing well. Want to send good vibes, good thoughts, good energy to our friend T, who yes. had a an, an accident um, and was in the hospital for a while. Mm -hmm. She's doing much better now, but uh, sent out a lovely tweet thanking us and other shows. Uh, for keeping her company. And that's the magic of podcasts, isn't it? That you got a friend there right in your ear holes whenever you need them. Or, you know, you can just turn it off and we'll shut up. That's true, too. That's also the magic that's of podcasts. That's also the magic of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wanna, keep, feel free to turn us off when we get too irritating. That's right. I mean, I know it's difficult to rule the mole people all the time. <laughs> and certainly, we may add to that stress. Mm-hmm. Here and there, and we don't want to do that. Uh, I know our buddy Finn over in Ireland, not revealing him because I'm sure he's not the only Finn in Ireland. Is, what if he was? Uh, is busy at work 
um, updating the uh, the game he's uh-huh. been working on, which is fantastic. I I would love if he was the the only Finn, just so I could call him the last Finn. Oh, I like that. That feels very official feel and good. dramatic. <laughs> Shout out to our friend Mike. Um, who is still the one lone supporter of this podcast on Anchor. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Yes. It's uh, greatly appreciated. And he's the last Mike. There are no other yes, Mikes. There are no other Mikes in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, and that's just to, to name a few of the wonderful uh, folks we have met. And thank Through you. the course of the show. Audio Surgeon. Glory to glory. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I just want to name drop a little with the people we've interacted with. I know. With. Um, we mentioned JJ earlier. Oh, our pal Danny, I hope you're sleeping well. And um, anyway. Yeah. Become one of these people that we talk about at the end of the show because we love all these people. Yeah. And they're all wonderful. Let, be be in our community. Be in the... Get, wrap yourself mm-hmm. in the loving arms of our boar hair brushes. Available only from Bob Ross Incorporated. <laughs> and don't you dare wash those in turpentine. It's going to end poorly if you do that. <laughs> there are no mistakes. Just happy accidents. Good night, everybody. Man, I think I think we've about got to finish painting. Wasn't it? It's a lot of fun. This is one I think you'll enjoy. And you'd never believe from looking at it that you had started with a black canvas and all this had happened. So I'm going to take a little thin oil, a little permanent red. We'll sign this one, call it finished. And I really, really hope you enjoyed it. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have your canvas set up, paints, glass IST, almighty easel. And I'll see you then. Happy painting.